You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Hey, hello everyone. I'm Deb Timmerman. Welcome to the first episode of season two. And I'm Barb Fletcher. Deb and I are so pleased to continue our collaboration here. This year, the theme is 52 weeks of practical tools for less stress in life. So our goal is to help you make sustainable changes in your life and help you move from being stressed to being your best. So today's topic, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions and habits. Can you share your thoughts on the difference between a resolution and a habit? I think a lot about resolutions and, and I've been stopped up multiple times with, you know, having a large list of resolutions and then just not being able to follow my way through to actually bring them to the end of the year. And so Resolutions I see is really a commitment or we're setting our intention to um, making something happen. Now, the other way to look at it is what if we had a habit, we made a change or a little incremental movement towards something that we want. And the practice really becomes the how. And so I think sometimes with resolutions and with habits is we get caught up in the what versus the how. I've often found that when I make a resolution as well, sometimes it's driven by what other people say, what other people think, you know, what's, what's everybody doing? Are they drinking water or are they going to the gym or are they reading? And so I'm not always, I may choose something just for the sake of choosing something, but it might not be in alignment with who I am. Oh my gosh, that brings me back to last year. So Barb and I both jumped on this 365 days to habit change. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. What what did you learn about that experience? Yeah, so I chose two things um, to commit to. One was walking 5,000 steps a day. Good thing to do. And I will continue to try and do that. The other thing I committed to was posting daily on Facebook. And I started guns a blazing. I was doing great. And then it became some heavy lifting. And I wasn't doing as good a job as I would like. And it just, it really was out of alignment. And it wasn't what I needed to do to um, connect with my community, I would have been much better served by some individual conversations. But because I had committed to this, you know, at 365, and and it was really a a resolution in some ways, we called them goals as well, I hung on. And I don't know that it served me as well. How about you? Yeah, I so I chose water, drinking water, 
And I did that pretty faithfully. I chose posting, and at first it was posting on LinkedIn, and then I switched to posting in a group. And honestly, my business evolved and changed a lot over that year, as did I. And I found the same thing. I don't need to be posting on social media all the time. I need to make relationships. And that got lost, and I found that I started to get resentful. But because I said I'd do it, and I was accountable to the people in that group, I did it all the way till when we took a break for the holidays. And I'm telling you, it was such a relief to be done with that. And I will never do that again. Something that someone else thought I needed to do versus, and I, and I took that on. So that was a huge learning experience for me. So I guess this kind of leads to my next question for you is, do resolutions make you feel better or do they add to the stress load? I think for me, they, I think they feel better initially um, because we think we're doing the right thing. Think. I think over time, they don't feel so good. And they don't feel so good because they're probably not in alignment with who we are in the same way that we think they might be. And so I think that the process to choosing what we want to do, and whether it's a, you know, whether it's a resolution or a habit, I think the, the process to understanding what those need to be is really about getting clear from a different perspective, not from a thinking perspective, but probably from a feeling perspective, to be sure that they are in fact congruent with who we want to become. And that probably speaks to the research then, because I was looking up research on how many people actually keep New Year's resolutions and came across this little piece. So they did a study on some people from New York. I think it was like 200 people. 77% gained their resolution for a week and 19% for two years. So from the conversation that we just had, I am taking a big assumption here, but I assume people didn't lay down the plan for how they were going to get from resolution to their goal and that that making habits in between and making a part of your day is what really led to those 19% being successful for the long haul. What are your thoughts? That's really the how. And, and that's the piece that's often missing, you know, whether for me, the 5,000 steps, you know, the, the how was not waiting till the end of the day to try and get them in. I needed the how needed to be, they needed to be first thing in the day. The how for my social media, if that was going to remain a priority, I needed to schedule them all in one fell swoop so that I didn't, um, I guess I didn't find it so heavy. Um, so I think, I think it is, um, it really is about the how and weaving it in to how we want to live our life. So Barb, what's something people seem to misunderstand about stress? Well, we need stress. We need to be able to, in the olden days, when we were being chased by a saber tooth tiger, we needed to be able to get away. The challenge we find ourselves in today is that 
it never seems to let up. It's with us 24 seven, 365. And we haven't necessarily developed the strategies that we need to manage stress. We think it just happens to us. Yes, so what you're saying is that our world changed faster than our bodies have been able to adapt? For sure. And, you know, it's not healthy for us to carry that much stress. So what's the most important thing you've learned about stress? It's a choice. We get to choose how we manage stress. It doesn't mean that difficult things don't happen that we might not live in a difficult time, but we get to choose how we interpret those. And it's not just with rose colored glasses and everything's, you know, hunky dory, not the case. We all can face those challenges, but if we have tools and techniques that allow our bodies to respond to those experiences versus react, we find ourselves in a much better place. So give an example of a tool that helps you respond and not react. I would say the one key that allows me to respond versus react is awareness. Actually recognizing that something is triggering me is causing me to be irritated. I then can take action. Up until that point, I just consider that things are happening to me. Uh, yeah, that runaway train, that merry-go-round you get on and you can't seem to get off. I support that awareness is the first key because I can think about times in my life where life became very overwhelming. There were lots of things going on and I just kind of got caught up and like the train left and I was on it. And once it got to be, it picks up speed, right? <laughs> and then feeling like, I don't know how to get off of it. It was overwhelming. It caused anxiety, loss of sleep, all kinds of issues with feeling it in my body. And so I do try to stay aware. If you could give folks one piece of advice for how they could get into habits versus resolutions for this next year. What would that be? Where do they start? I think the first thing people have to understand that we're not running a marathon on day one. We need to start small and create habits. And, and there are ways that you can add habits to things that you're already doing, which makes it more likely that you'll be able to include them in your life. And sometimes, you know, if, if you're in a feeling of big overwhelm, you may need some support. If I liken it to a, a child that we may, if you're a parent, you remember your child learning to read. We didn't just hand them the book and say, okay, there you go. Now read. And so there may be a need for some, a guide or some support to actually get started. Yeah, I think we all can think about those people who have supported us somehow on our journey. 
And maybe at the time we made those choices, we don't recognize who they are or what role they played, but they were really beneficial. Barbara and I would like to invite you to a workshop that we're having. We are starting this course called Heart Centered Living for 2022. And it begins with a workshop that's being held on Tuesday, January 11. And it's all about connecting and figuring out what your heart values are. So that's often where we start as we're teaching people tools. What's important to you makes all the difference in the world. And it's so much easier to say no or hold a boundary when you're really clear about what's important to you and your family. Uh, so we'll drop that link in the chat below. And we hope that you'll take today's uh, teaching of awareness and think about that word this week and look at where stress shows up in your life that you weren't aware of and that you'll drop it in the chat underneath the video posting. So Barb, happy new year, happy 2022. Yes. I look forward to being on this journey with you and continuing our collaboration together. I'm thrilled. Have a wonderful day. Take care, everybody. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.